call. Uh, we'll see when I'm editing where to start this off. And whatever is yeah. funniest. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want to do. But this is episode four. Is it? Yes, this is episode four. I can't count. I lost that this ability. Is... This is <laughs> you lost that ability when you were kicked in the head by a mule at a young age. Yeah, dude, I fell out of my cart when I was rolling into Skyrim. This is uh those are two very different things. Is it though? I feel like you this get is kicked... episode four. Yeah, no, as you were falling out of the cart, the the horse from the carriage kicked you off. I thought it was gonna be like I get hit in the head by a mule and then I like as I woke up, I was in Skyrim because, like, that's like the. I feel like that's like a segue to Skyrim. Anything could be a segue. Hey, you! Yeah. You're finally awake. <laughs> Jesus Christ! At that point, I don't know if I would know if I was in reality anymore, or if I was in some sort of mule kick psychosis. Episode four. <laughs> Episode four. Episode <laughs> four. Um. I'm happy to I'm happy to be back. It's always an honor being with you, Michael. Oh God. Only my mom calls me Michael and you you definitely are my mom. Yeah, I don't know why I brought out the big guns. We got a huge show. Big show. I got a call from the President of the United States about an hour ago congratulating me on episode four. A uh, big show. Big show, everybody. We're We got a lot to talk about. Too much to talk about. So much that we're going to cut it down to just three things. <laughs> three big, big bullet points, boys. Large. Large bullet points. Huge, if you will. Huge bullet points. If you Massive. can't tell, I'm stalling. Because I don't know how to segue into the first topic, so I'm stalling. Three, three omnipotent bullet points. Uh, I want to get one. I want to get going. one. I can keep going. No. You know what we're going to do instead? I'm going to stop clowning around. Why don't we kick it off? Because some big thing got announced this week by some no-name pissant company. Yeah. From yeah, software. One them, yeah, one of those little guys, you know. One of those, one of those indie studios that just makes real dog shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who the fuck? You know, yeah. Dark Souls. That game sucks. I step, I step in that dog shit, and then I burn the shoe. I don't even scrape it off. I don't even want that shit anymore. You know. Sekiro. More like sucky row. See what I did there? I see exactly what you did there, and it was a pretty good one. Thank you. They announced something though, didn't they, Michael? Yeah, they 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 did. They do be doing that, you know. Do be do. Fill me in on this because I've never. I don't keep up with the From Software games and the the Elden Rings and all that. I know they announced the DLC, but what what's the word on that? What's the word on the street of the Elden Ring well, DLC? Honestly, dude, like the first thing that like. All right, all right. The big news for everybody is, you know, they 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 captured everybody's attention by talking about how their new DLC, Elden Ring: Shadow of the Erd Tree, is in production or in development. But who who gives a shit about that, right? Like that that's for babies, right? You feel me? No, I, mean, I thought that was a rhetorical question. I'm sorry. Yes, no, that is for babies. It's for it's for fucking babies, right? Oh my god, I thought that was another rhetorical question. Yes, no, it is for babies. I don't I don't give a shit about Erd Tree. What even is an Erd Tree? What's the what's the Erd Tree? I wanna know. Tell me, tell me about the Erd Tree. I, I only spent half of fucking last year in that game. Who cares about it though? No one cares about that game. 
Now, now, genuine question though, all jokes aside, what is what is what's an erd tree? What is that? It's a tree. That's erd. I think. Is it the is it like the big important glowy one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. It's like big, have... yellow, and golden, and it's that one. Yeah, it's that cool one. Yeah. God, that game was something. That was a time capsule for me. What do you mean? I want like I need to understand that. Like, what is it? What? I don't think time capsule is the right word, but it was. It, there's a term for what I'm trying to describe. Well, I like, need you to find that term right now. Elden Ring was a, a a very significant point in my life, and then once I beat it, that point in my life is just over, and I have no. I really have no intentions of ever returning to that point in my life. I'm surprised. Like, I feel like if the DLC is good enough, I feel like you'd want to return. But then I guess on, on one hand, if the gameplay doesn't like truly encapsulate you, you're really gaining anything from playing it. Like, cool, you get like a new like weapon or something. Like for me, right. I'm gonna love it because I get to go use some new pitchfork fucked up weird thing to go beat people in PvP or something, right? But for you, you're just looking at it like, ah, oh, I gotta go ride a horse through mountains and get pissed off again. Yeah, exactly. As, uh, the game. I don't know. I'm the guy who didn't think Elden Ring was a, was like anything higher than like a seven point five out of ten. So I'm not the guy who's gonna be He's not diving into Shadow of the Erd Tree. He's not the guy. I'm not the guy. He's not the guy. If you're looking you're... for that guy, look down the fucking street, dude. Do you remember? You remember the guy? Like literally the guy. Oh, I remember the guy. No, no. Like actually, do you remember the guy? I'm is this a bit? Are we doing? Are we doing? A, are we doing a bit? I'm so sorry. I no, no, like no, 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 like I'm talking like Spy Kids too. Do you remember that fucking movie when you were like kids? And they were they got to like they're like in a video. Or was it, maybe it was Scott Spy Kids three, but they're like in a. Video. Wait, are you talking about George George Lopez? No, no, no. I'm talking about Spy Kids like three, like the. Yeah, but George movie. Lopez was in one of the Spy Kids movies. Did he play the guy? No, like they're okay. So like they're in this video game thing, and then uh, like. They get to like this point, and they're like, th- this entire time they were looking for the chosen one, and it was the guy, and he just like literally gets one shot by the raid boss or whatever in that movie. I don't know why, like the the phrase the guy brought, like it literally just punched off this neuron in the back of my head. Like I literally Jimmy Neutron brain blasted like thirty years ago in my, in into this podcast. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Mm. We're getting off topic right away, of course, but. How how come was there ever a Jimmy Neutron like licensed video game for like the PS2? Yeah, dude, I don't know if it was for the PS2, but I know that there was one that I played on the fucking GameCube. I remember that. Was there real? Oh my god, I bet that game's fun as hell. It was something. And the only thing that sucked about that game is that it was permadeath. So you died like three times, you start all the way fuck back over. Back. For a fucking for a Jimmy Neutron game, did that? It was hard. Yeah, it was fucking hard. I guess I. It was like dark, dark Neutron. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because some of the hardest games in history are like licensed video games. Dude, that was like Dark Neutron Souls. It was fucking hard. Yeah, there was uh, the the uh, the Lion King for the NES. That's like known to be one of like the hardest games of all time. Really? Yeah, the Lion King for the NES. Uh, there's like look here. You know what? No, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't fucking do that. Don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare lift your. Don't you dare up. do that. We're we're professionals here and we don't need to look up information in the middle of a podcast mike i'm stalling so you can look it up while i'm, I'm talking looking it up i'm looking it up 
We don't need to do that because we're professionals here, all right? Uh, I don't know. I feel like people do that all the time in podcast, dog. Maybe, maybe oh, I'm they just, absolutely do. And then they just edit it out, which is exactly what I'm going to do. Um, so while you're doing that, dude, I just want to throw out there. Earlier today, I got a little email sent to my email account, my personal email. It was my refund for the founders pack of Rumbleverse. Oof. So pain. Pain. Yeah, I felt a little spike go into my heart. Rest in oh. peace. We talked about it in episode one that it's getting or episode two? Episode two. Episode two. Yeah, yeah I took it in episode either. two. I don't fucking know. It's all a blur. Bro, we we've talked about this. We both don't know how to count. We failed. Yeah, it's true. We were both here's the funny thing that we didn't mention. I also got kicked in the head by a mule as a kid. Same the same mule and not on the same day. That mule was just a menace Literally. back in the day. Uh What's an herb tree? <laughs> Dude, that's the, Whoa, let's go back to that. What's an herb tree? Dude, it's like a fucking tree that's shiny. So, it's like, like has there been actual anything announced about it besides the fact that they're working on it or no? Pretty sure, story? Like, I'm pretty sure it's all, like, under lock and key. Like, all I saw when I saw the announcement was, like, a still image of, like, a shadowy herb tree, right? Developer from software announced in a tweet this morning that the DLC was officially under development, though the company did not share when we might expect their release. Guys, it'll be here in 10 years. Yeah, you're not playing this fucking game in our lifetime. Yeah, literally, I'm going to be 40. No, I'll be 39 years old. As soon as I turn 40, it'll be here. It'll be it'll be here, even though we're on like PS7 by that point or whatever the fuck. It'll be here. Um, do you think we're going to see Armored Core 6 before we see, um, the DLC? I don't know. That's a good question. It's hard yeah, to say. Like, I mean, I'm trying to reel it back into me being serious about video games for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm curious because Armored Core 6 is their next big game, right? That's like their, it's a big thing. That's the next game they're releasing, right? Release date to be, yeah, they have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, dude, we're not seeing this DLC for for fucking years. Like, that's that's for sure. <laughs> dude, I love how the name of Armored Core 6 is. It's Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Like, how many Jeeps are there going to be lighting on fire in that game? <laughs> how many people know <laughs> enough about Armored Core to know what the fuck that means, too? Armored Core, like... So if you look at sales, I forgot. I was listening to a show, a podcast about video games. Like, Armored Core historically has never sold well. Like, ever. The fact that fucking, like, they're, they st- stuck with it and continue to make Armored Cores despite sales is pretty astounding, to be honest with you. So, this is easily... The Armored Core 6 is easily going to sell more than, like, any other Armored Core game in the world. So, bold of them not to just reboot the series, you know? Do you think Because if gonna... that were me... If that oh. were me and I was, like, a super popular developer now, and I wanted to go back to Armored Core, I would just rewind time and just reboot the series and make Armored Core 1, you know? Dude, you think they're gonna, like, put an Erd tree in Armored Core 6 just to boost the sales? You think there's gonna be, like, corny-ass skins, like Elden Ring skins for your Titan? No, that's Titanfall for your 
in Titanfall. For your uh, mech. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. cool. It's going to be microtransactions, and it's going to turn into Armored Core Legends. Yeah, oh my god, Armored Core Survive or some shit. Oh, or... no. <laughs> In other news, From Software bought Kojima Productions. No, it didn't actually happen. Um, god, I, that would that would be the worst thing. Actually, I don't even like Kojima games either, so I wouldn't give a shit. Dude, you don't want to be like Sam whatever the fuck and just delivering packages across the wasteland? I don't want to talk about that game. I could have a whole podcast dedicated to that game alone, I want to talk about that game, bro. It doesn't make any sense, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Like, and I mean it. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I mean this. Like, if that wasn't a Kojima game, people wouldn't like it. Because it's not a good game. So why do people like it? Listen. I'm telling you, there's... Okay. There's a game called Euro Truck Simulator. Where you simulate driving across Europe in like a Mack truck, right? Right. People love that shit. It's a simulator, right? That game is USPS simulator. So if you want to be a po- if you want to work for the United States Postal Service and you just felt like, you know, delivering shit, that's your game. And I think that's the marketing behind that game. Like I understand like there's a niche for it and it's like, you know, it's cool like like at the same time it really is a walking simulator and there's combat, but the combat from what I played when I played it is fucking atrocious. Yo, you ever hit, you ever hit a boy with a box before? No, what are we talking about now? Wild hearts? No. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, I don't know if they're real. That game really did get its popularity. And I think, and I don't think so. I don't think paid reviews in video games happen. I just don't. There's never been any evidence to prove that, like websites have gotten actually paid for a review but i think that there's stigmas behind certain developers and publishers that lead reviewers to higher scores and like, like let me give you an example and this is something that like thank god not many people listen to our podcast right because i'd get fucking crucified for this there is no way in any way shape or motherfucking form that legend of zelda the breath of the wild is a 10 out of 10 video game now let me like I can reiterate because obviously video games are subjective. We talked about that in length last week. And like I'm sure there are people, it's their favorite game of all time. To them it is a ten out of ten masterpiece. To me, the when I see The Breath of the Wild, there is nothing that game did that wasn't already done before. The only reason it is groundbreaking is because it is it did stuff that wasn't done before for Nintendo and for a Zelda game. But that game came out so similar or so um, close in time to the original Horizon game. And Horizon is a much better game than Breath of the Wild. Like, a much better game. But it's not a Nintendo game and it's not a Zelda game, so it's not going to get that sort of praise that Zelda gets. And it goes for Mario games, too. Like, I loved Super Mario Odyssey. I had enjoyed my time with it. Is that, like, a fucking amazing Game of the Year quality game? Fuck no. Tease their own. I don't know. I think that there's stigmas when it comes to developers and publishers, for sure. And that's why I don't take much, like, I take every review I see for a grain of salt, really. I mean, there's, like, all sorts of games out there that I've played that I think are great games that maybe a lot of people don't think are great games, you know? Like, oh, same. I think, that, I think that's, like, I think it's very subjective, right? But 
I'm wondering. I, I don't know. I know where you're coming from. And like, I see it from your perspective too, because like you're looking at it going, well, motherfucker, there are other games that have done this before. Why is this so fucking spectacular? Right. Right. And I, I agree with you in that regard. Um, I'm just wondering if they just took the formula and refined it and then just gave it to an aged, like a, an ageless audience, like that game can be played by fucking two year olds. You get me? Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like, I don't know. It's weird. There's a lot of like Nintendo IP and stuff like that, that always scores really high. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's take that. Like you know, the Metroid Prime remastered, right? Like yep. Metroid Prime was a phenomenal game, fucking groundbreaking at the time. It was awesome. Never played it, but I want. I want to play the remaster. Dude, okay, so we're gonna emulate that on your computer because it plays like perfectly under this emulator that I know, and I know how to do it. So I'll hook you up. But um, you're gonna love it. By the way, on PC, it's gonna be fucking play like a dream. Um, but it got a ninety-five. And it got a ninety. It got like a ninety-five, ninety-six way back when when it fucking came out. It was fucking awesome, awesome game. And uh, I like it's just like it just I don't know. I know it's a remaster of a game, but even like the newest one, Metroid Dread, did really well too. I'm pretty sure. Like, there's a lot of like right. IP that Nintendo has that always consistently does well. And I'm wondering if that's because they've encapsulated an audience and it's just like too big to fail. You know? I, I do I, I think it's the name. I really do think it's the namesake because I I think a good way of looking at it from not my perspective from the other perspective is like sure you know, Breath of the Wild didn't innovate for like as a genre, it didn't invent anything. There are games that did stuff that Breath of the Wild did long before Breath of the Wild did it. But Breath of the Wild took those things and brought it to an audience that doesn't normally do that, maybe. Or doesn't experience that, and that is why like people love it so much. But I've played tons of RPGs that are exactly like that game. You know, I've played. I don't know. I can't speak for too much about it because I never beat it. But I've played enough of the game to know. Okay, this is what Breath of the Wild is, and I don't see. I don't see it. I really don't, and I don't see it with Kojima games either. I didn't see it with Death Stranding, but I see. I enjoy a lot of games that a lot of people don't like. And that, I guess, just goes back to our conversation we had last podcast where, like, everything's subjective, so I should shut my fucking mouth. It's just interesting, right? Like, Nintendo IP seems to always score really high. And I'm wondering if, well, one, you know, Nintendo did push the boundaries quite a bit, right? Like, you can't even argue that they didn't really have their hand in pushing things forward. You know what I'm saying? They definitely right. did. They've been around since, like, the dawn of fucking game entertainment, right? Like, you have to give them their props where they, they deserve them. That's something they definitely deserve. Um, Obviously, you know, we shit on the Wii fucking fit pad, the one that you step on it and it says you're fucking obese every time. <laughs> like, they don't need to be doing that sort of shit. But, like, man, back in the day, they had some fucking bangers of games, right? Yeah, like they got some hits, but they got some misses, too. For sure. For sure. You know, um, I just, yeah, I think it's really interesting. Like Nintendo IP always seems to do pretty well. Like for the most part, obviously there's some, the misses we just talked about. Like I can't really think of them cause I don't have a Nintendo switch or anything like that. So I don't play too many of those games, you know, anymore anyways. But way back when, if you asked me about like shit on the Wii, man, I had like all, all the games on that shit. 
It's fun. But let's let's continue. Let's let's put that behind us. Yeah, you fucking done. You done? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's put that behind us. Let's go over to Daybear. Um, I know we were just talking about it, so I'm gonna let you take the floor. My brain just got really distracted about how god awful that fucking game is. I'm just fucking with you anyway. Yeah, I, I don't got much to say about Daymare. It's not good. Uh, we were giving it a real hard time in chapter one, but we were still like enjoying. Like I was having fun with it like it was so bad it's not so bad it's good but it was so cheesy that there was a charm to it right chapter two has none of that chapter two is just boring and bad dude, dude that's the that's, worst that's the worst sin a video game can commit is being boring you know that's such an understatement too like it's not just boring and bad it's like it's it's oh god it's real bad it's, yeah, I, the reason so the reason I haven't posted that video yet is because as I'm editing, I'm literally saying to myself, people don't want to watch this because the game. I mean, our commentary is fun, right? Mm-hmm. But the game is just walk, 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 and then a zombie pops up, and I just shoot them, and they die, and then walk, 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 and then there's a fucking infuriating puzzle where the solution is just not told to you, and you just need to fucking figure it out. Yeah, I really like that. Do you remember that puzzle right at the end there? The 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 train one or the the the. No, dude, like the one that literally had you solve um solve for X. No, I don't remember that at all. In chapter two or in chapter one? Yeah, dude, like literally, they made you go relive your childhood and just learn the quadratic formula to solve it. I'm fucking with you. That's how boring. Oh my god. Okay, Jesus fuck. That's, I was like, oh. <laughs> That's how boring the fucking game is, guys. It's like, uh, yeah, I'd rather do math than play that fucking game. But you say that, and I was genuinely thinking because it doesn't sound, it sounds like something that would be in the fucking video game. <laughs> something so on brand. Like, yeah. yeah. Solve for that... X, and then they give you a textbook in Greek. Bro, seriously, that's what this fucking game does. It's so boring it is just i am not having fun playing it the only reason i'm playing it with you is because we're making fun of it and having fun doing it i don't even know if we can make fun of it anymore like that's the thing it's like i i had fun making fun of the first bit of it and like now it's just like soul suckingly bad yeah it's just like it, yeah <laughs> we're gonna play the game and then we end up sitting through like 45 minutes of cutscene after cut oh my scene after cutscene after cutscene dude like, there are so many cutscenes in this fucking <laughs> 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 Dude, my favorite part about these cutscenes, though, is that you, like, go into a cutscene, you watch it, and you're like, okay, cool, I'm gonna get my fucking instructions, I'm gonna go be able to do my job, and then you walk up to this thing and press X to go pick up the item, and then it initiates another cutscene. It's another fucking cutscene, dude. It's, like, so jarring. It's so fucking jarring how much we're taking out of the action in this game. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you bought a video game, here. Here, have this instead. What would what, what, you give me, sir? Yeah, this is the video game. It's actually a DVD. You're gonna watch. <laughs> you're gonna it's a watch visual it. novel. <laughs> you're gonna watch this shit and you're gonna like it. I don't know how much I more of Daymare I can take, but we'll trek on. I'm sure for at least one we, more chapter. We had no. We have to finish it now. We've come this far. We have to do it. Ah. <laughs> uh. We'll see about all that. We were playing chapter two for an hour and a half, and then we were both so fucking bored of watching it 
that you looked up how far we were into chapter two and I'm barely halfway done. Yeah, no. Okay, so uh, guys, all right, here's an overview of what I have learned about chapter two. All right, it's 45 minutes of cutscenes. And then it's like delivery quests, but you like run one end to the hospital and then one and then you go back to the doctor and you go to the other end of the hospital and then you go back to the doctor and then you go to the other end of the hospital and then you go back to the doctor. And I, what I can only imagine is with every single delivery that you're going to do, there's probably going to be another cutscene. Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's a cutscene when you get the item you're supposed to deliver. And then there's another cutscene when you get back to him as you deliver it. It's something. It's genuinely something. It's like, I don't know how to respond to it. It's just like, yeah, I, I want it to be so bad that it's good. Kind of like, all right, you know, the room, like the, the movie. The room. Yeah, the yeah, the, the classic. So bad. Yeah. It's so it's good movie. Yeah, it's so trash that it's good. So this thing is like so bad that it should just be it's it's like. um, It should be put out of its misery, you know, but here's the thing, Mike, it's not being put out of its misery misery it's getting a fucking sequel it's the second one i can't wait i'm so excited i'm so excited for it i'm glad you said it i'm so excited (laughs) to play the second one it's like okay i'm hoping with all the money that they scammed out of everybody that they actually make something good (laughs) they fucking scam people (laughs) yeah i know i i agree i hope that's all i'm gonna say about it here's a product i was gonna segue out of Daymare. I don't want to talk about Daymare anymore. Can we not talk about Daymare anymore? Sorry, what was that? I just woke up. We're not talking about Daymare anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, rest in peace. Not dead, but dead to me. Right? Shinji Mikami left Tango Softworks over the week, Mike. Yeah, you're, you know, it's really interesting. Didn't he start that shit? He said, like, fuck you, Capcom. I'm starting my own company. And now he's like, Fuck you, Tango Softworks. I'm starting my own company or something else. <laughs> Fuck you, Tango Softworks. I'm joining Capcom. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the founder uh, and the CEO. Or maybe not the CEO, but maybe he was. He's the founder of, of Tango Softworks, um, which we talked in length about one episode because they, they dropped uh, Hi-Fi Rush, which I still haven't touched in like two weeks now i thought i don't think i'm ever gonna go back to it but that's not the point he he just dipped and shinji mikami is the known as basically the the resident evil was his child right like he i think he was the lead director or creative director on resident evil which is a video game series that obviously is very near and dear to both of our hearts and so he the evil within from tango softworks was like a hey, the guy who fucking made the greatest survival horror franchise on Earth is back with a new survival horror franchise, and it's fucking dope. So I think when the news of Shinji leaving Tango, I just immediately thought, okay, we're not getting Evil Within 3, right? Like, there's no way it's happening at this point, which is weird because they did hint at Evil Within 3 inside Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, I've never played Hi-Fi Rush, and I did not see the hint at it. So I'd have to go back and look at it. Not, I, you know, um, I'm sure it was coming on down the pipeline, and like you know how Bethesda is, because like I don't know if you know or where that was. I, I knew I knew who Tango Softworks was, but was, but I didn't know they were a subsidiary of Bethesda now. 
So, so what's really interesting though is, all right, here's my. You want to hear my speculation? Let me fucking hear it, because after you after you speculate, I'm gonna tell you what the hint that Evil Within Three was. Okay. So my speculation of why Shinji Mikami may have left is because Bethesda got absorbed by Microsoft. And I have a feeling that he and other, you know, executives were probably butting heads and just weren't they were probably not on board for his creative direction. And you're just like, ah, fuck this shit, I'm out. You know? Um I, at least that's what I'm hoping is it happened. Like I'm pretty sure he bowed out, but like you never know. It could be like some sort of like weird, weird behind the scenes shit happening. You know, you never know what behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe he's just bowing out because he wants to. He doesn't want to be owned by a big, you know, corporation like Microsoft, and he wants to go back to doing his own things. I, I don't know. I didn't read, like, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't read his fucking resignation letter online. I saw the news that he left and I'm like, that fucking sucks. He He probably told, there's probably nothing behind it. He probably said, yo, I'm dipping because I'm fucking like 90 or some shit. He's not 90. He's like in his fucking 50s or 60s. He's 57. He's 57? Yeah, he's 57. Do you run the Shinji Mikami fan club online? How the fuck do you just know that off the I have the power of a search engine. Okay, so you... Okay. Yeah. I looked him up. He's uh, 57. And it was really another really interesting thing is so... I'm like reading a little bit about the guy as we go. But he was in charge of, you know, Hi-Fi Rush, which did great. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. And then obviously the Evil Within stuff. But in 2007, that's when he left Capcom for Platinum Games. And he directed the third-person shooter Vanquish. Ooh, yeah, and I I have not heard about that one. You haven't heard about Vanquish? I don't think I ever played it. No, it is a fucking fantastic video game. It is super slept on, like, but like, there's enough of an audience where they just like not just, but they re-released it for like an HD remaster for modern gen consoles, like last year. Like, there's a pretty big audience for Vanquish. It's, like, not great, but it's fucking great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of not great, great games out there. Yeah. It's one of those games where it's definitely, like, I forgot what it was. Maybe, I don't know if it's a button or if it just happens when your dude's idle for too long. But, like, if you're, like, in cover and you press a button or you don't move, he'll, like, fucking open his visor up and fucking start smoking a cigarette. I mean, that's what I do when I press a button. It's fucking sick. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i do when i press the button but no it's a sick video game yeah i did not know he directed that that that's fucking rad yeah he he was he was the big dog over there and then like what else did platinum games make because he was working for them for a while uh they did bayonetta or oh, they shit. do bayonetta they they actively do bayonetta that's really interesting yeah no like the homeboy was hot shot over there for a minute um yeah, he's the he's a fucking video game genius in my opinion. I like The Evil Within is one of my favorite franchises of current like current gen video games. The Evil Within is one of my favorite franchises. And I say franchise, there's only two of them, but both of them are fucking italiano, you know. Yeah, yeah they're That was insensitive. There's a spicy meatball. Uh, that, that was, was insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I can say it, I'm Italian. 
Don't cancel. I was going to say, you just top what I said that was insensitive and say, no, that I'll was take, insensitive. I'll, let, me, let me take the bullshit, all right? I'll, uh, I'll take the flack, boys. He's got the pass. He's Italian. I'm not. You can come at me. You can send me death threats. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Like, play some fucking game that was developed in speed or something and just, like, talk about meatballs or whatever? Is that, like, your... What's your background? Like, I'm Italian and French. Like, what are you? What are you? I'm Polish and Swedish and a bunch fucking of other... potatoes over there, Europeans. dude. Just like, yeah, I got my stew potatoes and cabbages. Like, that doesn't, that, doesn't there... hit, that doesn't hit as hard as fucking spicy meatballs, you know? I'm going to look up, Mike, because you just brought up a whole topic to the table. We're done with Shinji Mikami. He's, de- he's dead to the video game industry, so he's dead to us. Is there any, are there any Polish video game studios? Uh, good question. I feel like... Oh, in- um, sorry. I know, I know I asked you the question and then immediately answered my own question. Um, CD Projekt Red is Polish. They're Polish? I thought yeah. they were... I thought they were... El- yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because uh, the the fucking the the author of the Witcher series is Pol is Polish, so they're like, yeah, yo, we're like, yo, Pola Polak to Polak. Can't say that I'm Polish though, so I can say it, but and no one else can. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm Polish too, bro. Okay, yeah, CD Projekt, Pol Polish company, cool guys. I was gonna say like in that region, I feel like the only country that makes video games like half worth anything would would have been Ukraine, right? Uh, Sweden has a lot of good, uh, that region, that region, ZJ. Well, you said the only one, the only one in that region would be Ukraine. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweden's in that. They're not nearby. Sweden? They're like Northwest of them. Brother, bold of you to assume I know where any fucking country in the, in Europe is. (laughs) For all I know, fucking Ukraine and Sweden are neighbors. (laughs) How far away is Sweden? from ukraine i gotta find oh out. dude we're really this is this is a we're really we're doing bad stuff we're talking hey, about welcome, bad things guys welcome to the low gravity fucking geography podcast yeah we're 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 uh we're exposing our ignorance in, right, in this guys, podcast guys really quick i just want to let you guys know that sweden is 2700 kilometers away from Dude, that's not even bad how 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 many is that in miles in the real <laughs> measurement in real measurement <laughs> so uh, the only thing between sweden and ukraine is the baltic sea lithuania and belarus <laughs> that's it so they're neighbors the, dude. Only, the only thing in that area is three other massive land masses um so gorilla games is dutch uh, it's 31 hours away if you were to take, I guess there's like a, a highway, but it's about 1,700 miles away. That's not bad. That's what not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. That's fine. They're neighbors, dude. Listen, if you're, if you're in Europe, every other country in Europe is your neighbor. I'm sorry, I don't make the fucking rules, but that's how it goes. And go that, pick, pick, a, pick up a fucking textbook, dude. Pick up a fucking textbook. That's how it goes. Listen, if you're in Europe, that means that you're in everywhere, okay? That means that exactly. Sweden is fucking Poland. It's the same thing. We don't make the fucking rules over here, all right? Yeah, they, they're by association, they touch each other, therefore they are one. Is this insensitive? No. People, like, we know that we're joking, right? Yeah, we're. No, no we're not. We're being 100% serious. <laughs> 
Where so axe. <laughs> so there's a Polish video game. You know what we should do? You know what we should do, Mike? This would be fun. Not right now, but later on. We should get a map of Europe and and pick out our favorite video game developer from each country. Wait, I have a better idea. Can we can we like build up the podcast studio and then in your house and we have a large map of the world and then we make it like some sort of crime scene thing, but like we put pins on the map where all these game companies are and then we connect them with a rope and then when people ask us what that's for, you just say like something fucked up but realistically it's just like where video game studios are where video games are yeah i mean yeah we can do that i mean we just told everybody what it was but you know, they would only know if they listened to the podcast that's true they don't they that's don't. true we can say you're not a real fan if you don't know I, i'm like i'm at, you know what's funny is um i'm just curious to see like where a lot of these video games came from i wonder if there's like any of like games that really came out of like the middle east or like ghana or something you know yeah, I'm very curious, because I, I said that thing about Europe, pick out a favorite video games, but I'm looking like, are there any video game companies based out of Austria? Moon Studios. World War One simulator. Moon Studios is, a, is an Austrian video game developer founded in 2010. They are best known for their 2015 title, Ori in the Blind Forest. So there you go. Do Ori and the Blind Forest Forest is a great game. Is yeah, they, they've they've developed their only two games are the two Ori games, and they're an Austrian studio. I guarantee you, there's a fucking very talented video game company out of every country that we're looking at right now. Name a country in Europe, Mike. I'm gonna Google it. Name a country in in Europe. Kazakhstan. Oh fuck off. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. Okay, fine, fine. I'll give you. I'll give you. No, 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 no. I'll do it. I'll do it. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you There's sure got to be one. List of video games developer. Oh. Oh, no. Video game is set in Kazakhstan. We don't want that. Siphon filter. Okay, maybe there isn't. Maybe there isn't. A, uh, maybe there isn't a video game developer in Kazakhstan. Okay, never mind. We're not going to do that. That's a dumb idea. I'm stupid. I'm sorry, guys. I really I fucking tried. I looked up if there was like a uh, uh, game that was made in Ghana because I was just curious. Like I wanted to know. Like I just chose Ghana out of fucking random thought. I guess there was like an iOS game that came out from there, so that's pretty cool. That's a cool thing. Putting a pause on us being uh, idiots. It is fucking neat how universal video games are, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely something, right? It's a, an avenue to, like, pull nothing out of the sky and then just turn it into something. Like, I I don't watch. I'm a simpleton, you know? I'm a dumbass who doesn't know where countries in Europe are located, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stupid head. I don't like watching movies with, like, in other languages because I don't like reading the subtitles and then not looking at the screen. I don't like it. I don't like foreign movies like that, you know? But I can, like, and I don't like foreign music because I don't know what they're saying. You know, very similar thing, right? But there You're are tons of amazing video games from Europe <laughs> and foreign video game co developers. And, like, games are so much more universal than movies and music are. They're so much more accessible. Honestly, that sounds like something a bigot would say. Does it really? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I was going to say, I'm going to have to cut all that out of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Uh, 
No, like you like listen, like you're not gonna catch me like throwing out like oh yeah, I've had a long day at work. I just wanna go throw some tunes on and you get sitting there listening to some fucking polka bop. You know what I'm saying? I can totally picture you doing that though, that just for the bit. Honestly, <laughs> just for the memes, I probably would. Yeah, for the bit of hoping somebody walks in on you on your couch naked for some reason, just so they polka music, all greased up, <laughs> yeah, covered in grease, like no, but not doing anything, just sitting there covered in grease. Oh, head to toe. It's not even like fucking normal grease. It's cooking grease. Yeah, <laughs> Crisco. <laughs> it's literally Crisco. Um. We haven't talked about video games enough this podcast. Dude, you want to play Game Party for the Wii? It scored a 25 out of 100. Are you looking up worst games for the Wii? Yeah, there's Game Party for the Wii. There's Cruisin'. It's C-R-U-I-S apostrophe N for the Wii. Wait, that might be good. That might be good. It's an all-new version of the classic Midway Arcade. Cruisin' Blast. Cruisin' has come exclusively to the Wii. Come ride your imp- yeah. Ride no, we don't talk. Lineup of licensed cars and experience a rush of adrenaline as you race opponents through twelve different street circuits. Twelve. We we don't talk shit about cruising in this house, Mike. <laughs> that there was a cruising arcade game in Block Island I played as a kid. I think a few times. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a cruising one. I remember because I played it with my brother. He doesn't remember. I'm sure. I'm gonna fucking ask him. I'm gonna text him afterwards. But yeah, there was a cruising arcade game in Block Island I used to play, and it was fucking sick. Dude, you want to play George of the Jungle and the Search for the Secret? We could, right? That <laughs> Here's the thing. Instead of playing Daymare, let's just start playing the worst Wii games of all time and make a fucking series in this. Why the fuck will we play the worst Wii games of all time when we can play the worst Wii U games of all time? Even better. Let's go Even better. Right, let's go look it up. Let's see what the I want to see. The what worst the Wii U games of all time. That would be a fun. That would be a fun watch. Wait, dude. Okay, so you know how we were talking about like, all right, you know how we were talking about the uh, the Wii U. We were like saying like that game did not have any good titles on it. I said it had very few, very, very few, few good titles. Dude, apparently, don't put those fucking words in my mouth. <laughs> apparently, it had Breath of the Wild on it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I th- I think I brought that up. Did it you? launched. Yeah. It, I, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't bring it up. But yeah, it launched coincidentally with that and the Switch. Yep. Okay. It also had Bayonetta too. Oh, I, that I did not know. Dude, all right. So I'm looking at like the worst games for the Wii U of all time. Dude, you know what we're playing together? We're playing together. Billy Family Wizard and Party the Rocket. Thirty Great Games Obstacle Arcade. Holy got an shit. eleven. It got. That's an 11. the thing. That's what I mean. Nintendo just fucking let anything on those consoles. I think it kind of toned it down with the Switch. I hope. I don't know. I haven't really fucking picked up my Switch in a hot minute. Back in the day, it was a fucking free-for-all. You know? I could fucking make a video game where you just tap in the A button and you're slapping babies or some shit <laughs> and they would put it on the Wii U. You think so? You th- oh, you- dude. they had Anything was on the Wii U. If you look up just random... I typed in worst Wii U games or worst Wii games of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Number 10 is M&M's Kart Racing for the Wii. <laughs> they had M&M's game on the Wii. Can we just talk about how my brain immediately thought of Marshall Mathers racing in a go-kart? <laughs> that would be cool, though. That would be pretty cool. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Lyrical, spherical miracle, if you will. Fuck Eminem. Can we talk uh, if about... You, if you can get that. <laughs> can we... All right, listen. Eminem is something. He's a character. You know what I'm saying? He, but he's he... not a video game. I want to get back to video games. Can we? I want to get back to really bad video games. Cause I'm like, I'm on that fucking wave right now. Like looking up this, and this one is piqued my interest. What Let me hear this? it. What is it, Daddy Yankee? Let me hear it. There's a rated M game. Okay, I'm looking at it on Metacritic. It's for the PlayStation Three. It came out on May fifth, two thousand nine. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Actually, this could be fun. Can I can I take a few guesses at? at as, You're never as to gonna get this one, but yes, I would love it. If All right, it, how many words is it? Six. Is it only for the PS3? I don't know. I am not sure. I'd have to look that up. And it came out 2009. Yeah, I've never heard of this game before, <laughs> and it scored a I think a 17. Hmm. Uh, so you've Xbox never heard of it. It came out on the Xbox 360, and it came out on the PS3. Hmm. I'm think. I'm trying to think of things that came out in 2009 that are like bad. A porno game. I love it. Oh, okay. That way, that helps a little bit. It's a porno game, and it came out in 2009. Yeah, it's something weird. Like, there's definitely a lot of like sexual themes in this game. Yeah. It's rated M, so it's not like a adult only, like literal, like plug this in, spank your dick. But it's definitely like scandalous. I'm trying to think. Nothing's coming to mind. I when I think of like 2009, I think of like Bionic Commando and Brutal Legend, and Ro- was Rogue Warrior 2009. Bro, I'm surprised this wasn't on the top of your list for best video games of that year. Honestly. All right, give me the first word. Give me the first word. Leisure. Oh, Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, Leisure yes. Suit Larry. Uh, fuck, what Leisure Suit Larry came out in 2009? Bro, I should know this. Trust me. I'm a fucking maniac. Uh, wet, something about Wet Dreams, right? Wet Dreams? No, uh, no, no it's just the B, 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 B. Was wet, Leisure Suit Larry in the, his B. Fuck, okay, so Wet Dreams is another one. Uh, bust, bust, bust. Busting yep. something. Yeah, yep. busting. A lot, a, lot, a lot of busting going on in this one. Oh, yep. fuck, dude. I don't know why I know about so many <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Dude, this is what your mom gave you instead busting, of like, cool games. Uh, B- B- Leisure Suit Larry busting in the busting in the busting in the box. I don't ah, know. I you know, one more word. One more word. You got. Uh, oh, I was close. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. What is box, it? Box office bust. Oh, you fucker! I did. Oh my god! I can't believe how close I was to that. Never. I've never played a Leisure Suit Larry game. I just watched. Um, I've I've watched a lot. Of I've, watched play a lot I've watched a lot of gameplay of that game. I speculated. What? I've watched. I've in, I've indulged in the, Leisure it's, Suit there's, Larry. There's always like worst games of all time. We're playing through Leisure Suit Larry box office bust type shit. Yeah. Very weird video games. Let's see. Uh, you know what the next game after that is? Like the worst PS3 games ever. This one I think uh, is also again like cross platform. It's four words, four and words. it is like an action game based on a movie. Is it yes or no? Is it the twenty fourteen? Um, is it the um, Fast and the Furious game? No, 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 no. It okay, came out. So... It came out April twenty ninth, twenty fourteen. 
and it's four words and it's based on a movie. Yep. Oof. Uh, so I'm assuming it it uh it was uh the movie came out in 2014 too. No, no, it's the old movie. Ooh, that helps a little bit. Uh, good, good movie too. Really it's good a good movie. movie. Bad video game. Came out in 2014. The main actor in that movie was also at one point a porn star. That helps. Uh, can you tell me the actor? That might help. If I, a little if bit. I do, it's gonna give it away. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you shit. should know. Oh, okay. You should absolutely know this. I know you've seen his dick before. I've seen I've seen a lot of dicks. <laughs> Just fucking with you. I don't know nah. if you did or didn't. You don't need to confirm or deny, but um okay shit okay all right uh i'm gonna give myself i'm right, i'm gonna put 30 seconds on the clock for myself because i'm taking up too much time doing this 30 seconds can't count um 2014 uh, actor uh who has a dick he was a porn star is a movie based on it old movie oh what decade was the movie yeah i want to say 80s i want to say 80s, 80s. oh yeah. shit uh not scarface it wouldn't be a scarface game it wouldn't be a godfather game those came out when they were good i'll give you actor. the exact year 82 in 1982, uh, is it a Predator game? No, it's not a Predator game. I've never seen anyone Predator's dick. There was a Predator. <laughs> never uh, seen Predator's dick. Uh, fuck, I give up. What is it? Rambo, the video game. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. The on-rail shooter one, huh? Yeah, that one was real bad. Yep, yep. Fuck. I, you know why? I probably... You said four words and I wasn't thinking of the video game. Yep. Dude, you know what's fucked up? It's like, if you go up a couple... So that scored a 23. We go up a little bit. Like, I'm going to go up a couple more entries. Now we're going from a 23 to a 34, okay? The Expendables 2 video game. Another one of Sylvester Stallone's IPs, right? I didn't even know he had it. Uh, uh, a video game based on the Expendables 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was bad. It was real bad. I mean, the movie wasn't that good either. No, I mean, like, it was just like a clusterfuck of shaky cam shots. And, like, huh. the, only, the only thing that made it worthwhile watching that was, um... What the fuck is that guy? Uh, Terry Crews was in that shit with the A 12 shotgun. That made me happy. I was like, that's a big gun. That's a big boy. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme in those movies, too? Yeah, he was, yeah. He's a good guy. I like Jean-Claude Van Damme. There's a lot of uh, a lot of movies that I have not seen in a while, but like I feel like I don't watch like all the like big crazy. I'm going on a tangent. I never watch any of like the oh this is like blockbuster best movie. I always watch like the most dog shit movies because I like to make fun of them. <laughs> I'm fucking right. weird like that. Yeah, I have a niche taste in movies too. I don't know. Dude, I wanna, I wanna like. John Claude Van Damme. Dude, they need to just make a movie about his life. There was a show. It was really good, and it was anim- on Amazon Prime, <laughs> and it was about John Claude Van Damme playing John Claude Van Damme. He was an actor, but he was secretly a, like a double agent. So when he wasn't acting, he was doing shit for the government, and it was fucking hilarious, and it was so awesome. But Amazon canceled it after like three seasons, two seasons. It was good. It was really good. That's all I'm going to fucking say about that. That's all I'm going to say about it. But just go, please go watch it. I'll go, dude, listen, I'll watch anything you want, baby girl. 
We're All right, well, <laughs> on on that <laughs> note, did we did we did we cover all the bases? This was a big episode. We told everyone in the beginning this is this was a big episode. Yeah, it was real big. It was three mega pillars, and then we got on a tangent about Larry or whatever the fuck his name was. Leisure suit, leisure suit Larry. Um, Europe. We talked about Europe. A leisure leisure suit Larry. Um, he's a good boy. What the fuck did we talk about this podcast, dude? I don't even know. This is a mess. Yeah, it was a fucking clusterfuck of a podcast. There's These episodes are only getting better and better. I'm telling you what. Yeah? Think so? Yeah. We're getting better. I think we're getting real good at this. <laughs> it's just all <laughs> over the fucking place. I think we're getting real good at this podcast thing. I don't know why people think it's so hard. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, you just gotta go sit, go sit naked in your chair and speak into a mic. Cover yourself in Crisco. You know what? I, you, this is a tradition we do here that I just decided is a tradition. We're going to go over talking points or bullet points for the listener at the end of every episode, right? Bullet point number one. Everywhere in Europe is the same place. Yep. All roads lead to Rome, if you will. All roads lead to Rome. All roads lead to Rome. <laughs> All roads lead to Rome. Bullet point number two. If you hear polka music coming from Mike's room, don't open the door. He's covered in Crisco. <laughs> True. <laughs> he will be drenched in Crisco. I, I don't know if there's any other bullet points, but there's two of them. Uh, what was it in the beginning there? there was, oh, yeah, Daymare. Daymare, good game. That was another one. Is it? I think we... Sure. Bullet point number three, Daymare, good game. Yeah, it's a really good game. Well, okay, it's a bad game. It's a great movie. It's a great... No, it's not even a good movie, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the par with the room bro i don't know what you're talking about think about those absorb those bullet points in your head later on tonight if you're bored if you're lonely pop on some of that show on amazon prime starring jean-claude van damme and then listen to this podcast or no well listen to this podcast first yeah and make other sure than you, that make sure you uh, before listening to this podcast guys make sure you get your crisco ready it's uh very important yeah, go buy some Crisco. I think that's the final pot. Go buy some Crisco. Yeah, I eat that shit. Or any short shortener. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you, ever, you ever just get a hankering for some Crisco and just decide to eat it by the spoonful? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>